It caught me mid-blink. There's nothing I can do about that. Caught me mid-blink, asshole, completely slapped tight. What's that? On your screen. Some kind of program about a Westworld on TV. Well, it doesn't sound like anything to me. I'm Red Scott. And I'm Ivan Hernandez. And this doesn't sound like anything to me. The third best podcast covering the third to last episode. Only two episodes left. Of Westworld. That is right. This is the first podcast talking about Stray, a game starring a kitty in the future world. Did you play it? Having a great time. Did you finish it? I No, I didn't finish it. I It has robots. I didn't know it has robots. I just thought it was a kitty. I thought I was gonna, just going to jump around some houses. No, it's a robot game. It's a cyberpunk game, and it's very Orientalist. But because they're little piggies that love that Orientalist cyberpunk slop, we're just going to put it into our faces. Also, dedicated meow button. Uh, yes, there is a dedicated meow button. It's not It's not even multi-purpose. Like, one of the main four buttons is just for meowing. And it doesn't really do that much. No. You're not asked to meow. Uh, I've, you're asked to meow very little on purpose. I only want to play a cat in video games now. Also, I beat Final Fantasy VII Remake, and let me tell you, that's a wild one. Yeah? I mean, is yeah. it? I assume it's the same ending as five, no, Final Fantasy? No, 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 buddy, buddy. Oh. They took the they took what I believe is the first disc mm-hmm. of Final Fantasy VII and turned it into a forty hour, multi hundred million dollar budget, uh, uh, the most expensive looking RPG I have ever played in my entire life. It's so fun. There will be the the most elaborately rendered cityscape you have ever seen that just doesn't have things in it. Or you'll go down a corner and there's like, oh, there's a little bit of treasure here. Is there a treasure? Uh, a potion. <laughs> I, I wanted a gun arm. I wanted another gun arm. And, and is this because it's old school gameplay where there just wasn't that much loot or? No, they've, they've completely revamped it. They, they did a, a huge revamp on basically every single system. It took me, I believe, eight hours to realize that you could upgrade weapons. <laughs> I, I hate that. That just like breaks my spirit when it's like, Oh, you, it turns out you can punch. <laughs> So many menus. There are so many menus, and I love it. I hate it. Buddy, I want you to guess yep. the ratings yep. for last week's episode. I believe it's up 15% since last week. 0.38. You looked it up. Yes. You looked it up. <laughs> I it, did. it went from 0.31 to yeah. 0.38. It's, it's skyrocketing. Show sky me another rocketing. show that has higher week-over-week gains than what's happening with this show right now. You can't, Ivan. You can't. Don't pretend you can. It is funny to look at the ratings from previous seasons, and it'll it'll be like two point one. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> uh, and and also, it's funny to look at which episodes flatlined during previous. Apparently, uh, in the middle of last season, a lot of people just jumped off. Yeah, and it's the thing is, it's like I'm always weirded out by it because it's supposedly speaks to the previous episode, but when there's a gain, like, is that just representative of buzz, or is that people just like catching up? It's so weird because also I believe that these initial numbers that we are getting are Nielsen, just right? the Nielsen numbers yeah. and not the plus seven uh, streaming numbers. I've met, met zero families named Nielsen. There are no Nielsen families <laughs> watching these shows. Maybe, maybe it was a mass death aging off of the Nielsen families. And that's why these ratings have dropped so much in the past two years. <laughs> so this is just people who are watching it over the air on HBO itself. Okay, well, it was always Cable or Dish. Yeah, yeah. They're watching on HBO itself. I'm just going to say very few people are watching HBO over the air. I mean, (laughs) I don't think it's a broadcast medium. Look, I'm using these terms colloquially. (laughs) By over the air, I mean the copper cable that runs direct from the cable company into your television. Yes. So these these are only the... And how empty is your life that you're watching HBO at nine o'clock on a Sunday? It's, I mean, it's literally the foundation of this podcast. This whole podcast. How empty (laughs) and disgusting is your life that you're watching the first run of an HBO prestige cable series? The worst part about being on the East Coast is there's no 6 p.m. feed that you can watch so that you can like be done with it earlier. (laughs) You really have to watch it at 9 p.m. Like it's dark out. (laughs) <laughs> it is not dark out here at 9 p.m. It's very disturbing. Oh, oh right. I forgot. You, you are very north. You're very north. I'm very north. I'm very north. Good luck processing that vitamin D, buddy. 
<laughs> Listen, I go out on the river, I get all the vitamin D I'll ever need. Perfect. So this is a good episode. Uh, this was an episode. This was a. This was one of the most episodes of Westworld. You you didn't like the Super Meat Caleb plotline? <laughs> okay, that was fun. I love a roguelike. I love any roguelike. Oh oh, are you telling me that he gets to use his currency to buy upgrades that stick with his character? And this is foundationally one of the reasons that you like the show in the first season was its commentary on video, video games. games. And there has been no more direct a commentary on video games than this episode in a long time. It is it is so Dead Cells, which, by the way, you should play Dead Cells. I think you'd enjoy it. So did you ever play Super Meat Boy? I assume you did at some Yes, point. of course I played Super I Meat know. Boy. I played Super Meat Boy. I watched that stupid documentary about how making an indie game is the, 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 the it will destroy your entire soul. I mean, <laughs> it shows you how indie games take toxic personalities and just refine them. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, sweet, sweet Jonathan Blow. <laughs> I mean, literally, are any of those people left? I know that the Super Meat Boy guys broke up and they've been doing their own games. There was a Super Meat Boy sequel. Uh, Jonathan Braid did Fez, which was fucking, I, I, I really wanted to like, but, uh, was, uh, way too hard to navigate, mm -hmm. uh, as a game. I'm just like, fucking, you can't be expecting me to go back through all these rooms. Jonathan Blow did that puzzle game that did pretty well. Which one? That was after the documentary. Fez. Is it was called Fez? Yeah, it was the one with the little uh, white character uh, that like bounces around the screen, and it's another platformer, and the graphics were really good. No, the witness is what I'm talking about. Oh, the wit he did the witness. Yes. Are you sure he did the witness? I'm certain he did the witness. Oh, I just googled okay. Jonathan Blow games, and it turned up Braid and the Witness. That's the full. Oh, thing. who did Fez then? I forgot who did Fez. I don't know. Uh, so shall we get into previously on? Yeah. Before we can, we need to know what happened previously on Westworld. Big fan. And I don't mean the Patton Oswalt movie. <laughs> this is where Hollywood buries every actress over the age of 35. <laughs> Good beauty advice. If you want to avoid sun damage, be buried under a pile of rubble. <laughs> Very high SPF. Very high SPF <laughs> of the, on that rubble. 38 dead hosts born to die. Westworld is a fuck. I am trash man. <laughs> That's a deep meme. That's a deep meme. I don't know if you know the world is a fuck meme. <laughs> I've seen the text. I have no idea where it comes from. <laughs> Amazing shirt. Amazing shirt. Your place here is hold for reaction, hold for reaction, hold for reaction. Not what you think it is. <gasps> and finally, in this world, you're a god. But you can't get any achievements while god mode is on, so remember that. It's a real bummer. And, and that, that was, was previously, previously on Westworld. Westworld. So these previously on, they're getting pretty short. These previous seasons are getting very short considering that we are near the end of uh, this season. And I'm going to say it, the end of the series. They're turning that fucking fifth season into a movie, if nope. anything. Nope. I'm telling uh -huh. you, we are. The, y you know what? They're going to turn the fifth season into uh, an online mud. <laughs> Text-based online mud. It's going to be 13 episodes. Each episode is going to be an hour and a half. They're going to divide it into two parts. It's going to be the largest send-off in HBO history. <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. So I love that they're in the place from the uh, society if utopia meme. Oh yeah, it really does feel like that. That's doesn't feel like that. Doesn't feel like that. And and they set the time frame. There was a second where I thought it could be a droid, but it wasn't. It was real Frankie, real child yeah. Frankie. Yeah, Uwade, who is basically confirmed as dead in the future timeline. We haven't seen her. We, she, uh, we did get Frankie saying that, uh, she, uh, her mom was sick. And, uh, I, I gotta say, I don't want to want it to show up in old age makeup. No. I feel like old age makeup is really going to stretch the credibility of this show that's already had its credibility stretched pretty far. Sure. But I'm just going to say, I'm not going to call Awade dead until I see a flashback to her coughing. Ha, <laughs> fair enough. Uh, so basically every human character from seasons one through three is dead except William. Yes. But we do have 278 Calebs, and that's exciting to me. <laughs> Your behavior's become problematic. Is that why he got canceled on Twitter? Wait, which which part is this? What are you referring uh, to? When they're, when they're picking him up. When they're picking up Jay. Oh, yeah. When they're picking up Jay, who, by the way, very funny. Jay, who's played by Daniel Wu's younger brother in the context of Westworld, is Daniel, which was very... That threw me off. Mm -hmm. And... 
we see the end of i mean so i mean spoiler for the end of the episode i don't know why you're like why would you get spoilers but we see literally the start of jay in this and then at the end of this episode we see the end of jay which is a very i think westworld way to go about introducing a character so they all freeze the entire park and red Mm. How did you feel about that couple spilling out an entire <laughs> bottle of wine, an entire <laughs> bottle of beautiful, thick, luscious red wine? Obviously, they're calling back to the scene where Teresa and Ford are in the park in season one, and he freezes the, all the hosts to show how powerful he is. And good callback, bad use of wine. Don't do it. It's just very triggering for me. Having to stand absolutely still is one of the worst genre contrivances of all time. I would be so much better playing Freeze than these outliers. I would be so bad at playing this, playing <laughs> this Freeze. <laughs> I, I, if it's Ivan, the, the fly doesn't even land on his face. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm like waving my hand around preemptively. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, I'm like puffing out of the side of my mouth, like, <laughs> by the way, the drones have no special abilities whatsoever to detect outliers they just basically try and make them flinch schoolyard style the stupidest thing i've ever seen why don't the drones just just poke them straight in the face if a drone if you were trying to play completely frozen and a big white robot just walked up to you and poked you square in the face <laughs> would you not go hey <laughs> exactly you'd get all of them that way unless they were being controlled by fly brain there's no way they wouldn't react but they just they literally just stick their face in their face and they're like what what you gonna do? <laughs> they what? just bulldog them. Yeah, they bulldog. That's all that happens. There's no other details because three of them, they just don't flinch and they're completely fine. They're like, all right, you're cool. And then, and then one of them is like, I just don't want to let this fly crawl into my eyeball. That's why you have to get the Aeon Flux training. Mm-hmm. Once you've got that Aeon Flux training, you're going to have as many eyes crawl over your uh, uh, eyeball, uh, flies crawl all over your eyes as you want. I would definitely freeze with my eyes closed knowing that that was a risk. <laughs> that that that's the galaxy brain move freeze <laughs> yeah. mi- freeze a mid blink it caught me mid blink there's nothing there's nothing i can do about that caught me mid blink asshole completely slap tight <laughs> what if that's how the drone gets you 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 think you let out a silent one but they can they can detect it hands over my ears all orifices <laughs> covered <laughs> so the the drones i hate the idea of them so much because one the dumbest fighting style i've ever seen which is pick them up and throw yes yeah that's it they just pick a person up and fucking throw them which has to feel satisfying if you're a very big person throwing a smaller person it's gotta feel good also also, they they can't track three people running through the city getting into a car and driving away this is supposedly uh, i'm gonna say it again if I were an evil AI tasked with taking over the entire world and crushing a human rebellion, I wouldn't play. <laughs> I would not be part of this resistance because they are just ruthless. So they lose one of their members trying to exfiltrate Dre. They get back to the house. They don't mention him at all. They're like, hey, there's a new guy. Nobody has any questions. <laughs> they just move on immediately. What happened to Steve? Yeah. We're, we're Steve. I we all love that guy. He's a great character, amazing personality. He, he seemed to have some sort of functional like tech thing that he handled for the group. Nope, don't care about him for a second. Yeah. Just moved on. Baby Daniel Wu is such an asshole and... I gotta say, uh, he was just 17. He's a normal 17 year old. That doesn't indicate who he is later in life. I really hope that I don't ever become such an asshole that me not being an asshole is a sign that I've been replaced by a robot. <laughs> yeah, that's one of those. I deserve this deaths. <laughs> he immediately was like, Hey, your dad's dead. There's no meaning for your stupid gesture. And it's like, she is a child. <laughs> you walk, you walk into somebody's house and they're like, you want a cup of water? And they shoot you immediately. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, he would never ask if I was dehydrated. No, I say please when I ask for something, somebody immediately chops my head off. He would never say please. He would never be that polite. Even the slightest bit of manners he saw as weakness. <laughs> so, uh, they, the, in the future timeline, they go back to temperance. And again, I know that this is meant entirely for dramatic effect. Yes. But if I'm an evil robot, mm-hmm. I'm leaving one drone just to, just to check them. Yeah. Yeah. Here's an idea. Maybe in the cameras of the mirrors, you still have hooked up in every room. Yeah. And apparently powered on. 
Exactly. Very, very poor OPSEC for this evil robot empire. (laughs) We go back to Hale and Caleb in a white room. The Caleb and Kid Frankie running through a field scene is so funny to me because what what direction do you even give actors for that? Frolic. (laughs) Frolic in a field. Well, I don't think you use that. Frolic harder. I don't I don't think you I think you're not frolicking. I think you probably don't use an actual horsewhip in this situation. <laughs> How are you supposed to motivate actors without that? <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't you don't use the Clint Eastwood school of acting. <laughs> so she's trying to understand the outliers through Caleb, of which she happened to be the first. And there's a weird thing here that I find really interesting. So we've never dealt with the internality of one of the hosts that have been transferred from a human consciousness and so he has the same memory problems when he's flashing back into a memory he can't tell that it's just a memory like he's actually a hundred percent there which is an interesting interesting bit of world building like that's just an element of the host wherever their consciousness came from and i would like to note Tessa Thompson has not been posting about this season beyond her obligatory first episode of the season post at all. Interesting. And on, she's one of the leads. On Instagram or Twitter? On Instagram. I don't I don't follow her on Twitter, but I I literally checked for it because I was like, she she is the main antagonist of this show and she is not posting about it whatsoever. How how big a celebrity do you get to be where you don't even have to post about your HBO prestige original series? She was in a Marvel movie. She was in a Marvel movie last month. She's she's tired. Is she tweeting about the Marvel movie all the time? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I wonder if there's some sort of uh, publicity exclusivity thing with the MCU. That that would be interesting. Considering how often they poach uh, HBO actors. Yeah, that that is very interesting. But it does seem like something that Disney would do, and it does seem mm. like something that MCU has this way to pull off. I love that. I love that Hale just decks him. She doesn't do the slap that you get. She just go, f- fucking straight up closed fist punches him in the face. This is, I mean, they it, it reads fine. I enjoy it a lot. But there is a sci-fi element that they're not exploiting here, which is that she has had this conversation or some variant of it 277 times before talking to this gentleman. And I feel like she should have, like, just snappy answers for everything. For stupid questions? Yeah. Like, there's there there's moments where it seems like he gets, you know, the he, he gets the edge on her in the conversation. I like to think if you gave me 277 chances at the same conversation and they're not conscious of the fact that it's happening repeatedly, I'm going to say by the 50th time through, I'm going to have a line for everything that happens in that room. How many episodes have we recorded? <laughs> uh, 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 we've recorded. It's easily more than 277. It's, it's more than 500. But we're, <laughs> it's more than 500. And yet. And yet. But we're talking about different things. <laughs> and yet. <laughs> we're, one of, we're both conscious that it's happening. And yet. So an interesting story aspect is she thinks that the outliers are somehow infecting the hosts. They're skewing immortality. They're not, they're not being good children and living the lives that I have planned for them. I, this is my first generation in this country and my immigrant children are not becoming doctors like I planned for them. I, I love the reveal that Dolores Hale's personality is so bad. All of these robots have run the logic and decided that they would rather quit the series (laughs) than continue being around her. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, that is what happened with a lot of the viewers, I think. (laughs) Oh, yeah, a lot of the viewers quit the series. A lot of viewers took that easy way out. Hopefully, just a lot lot of viewers in that pool. (laughs) He has something that you, you said that. You have something that I'll never have. The secret ingredient is love. Of course it's love. I, I mean, of course it's love. You it's referenced love. that. I don't think we're ever going to find out what he meant to say. Oh, no, we are. It's absolutely. Final episode. We're going to get a flashback in the last 10 minutes to what they have. 
No, no, no. It's going to be, it's going to be a fucking, they're standing over like, uh, uh, Hale's like smashed up body and she's doing that thing glitchy robots do where they start like stuttering and repeating uh. what they've said. And she's like, whoa, 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 what is it that you have? And fucking, <laughs> he's going to be standing over her with like Frankie in one arm and, and, and Maven the other. And he's going to be like, love. <laughs> What is love. this voice you're doing? Love, 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 love. I what? What is it about like voice modulation failing? Is the robot version of coughing? Like it's just there's no <laughs> coughing up blood. That. Yeah, uh, coughing up a big thing of blood. <laughs> if you. <laughs> <laughs> so we go to the future timeline. You seem to know a lot about this place. I wrote the Prima Strategy Guide. <laughs> <laughs> I used to work at Westport 30 years ago, and I'm not clear. I, is there a moment where Frankie realizes that Bernard is a host? I'd honestly forgotten she didn't know that he was a host. Every single line he says is, is subtextually, I'm a robot. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I just wasn't sure if there's a moment in the episode where she goes, oh, host. So is it just me, or is the dialogue exceptionally worse this season? You you gave the puppet strings long enough to strangle the world. <laughs> I mean, I do feel like it is a game they're playing where every episode they're trying to get in, in a genuinely good episode, just one line of the worst dialogue anybody's ever heard. Absolutely the worst dialogue. Which, and you know what they say about art. <laughs> it's a lie that tells the truth, honey. And the truth is you need to get laid. <laughs> By the way, no Ariana DeBose in this episode whatsoever. No. We have two episodes until Ariana DeBose has officially done nothing. Yeah, I mean, I'm ready to call it at this point. They just filmed this before she won the Oscar. Absolutely. Abs I mean, timing of it, I'm pretty sure they've finished filming like December 2021. I've been, I'm not lying. This whole season, I've been fully like Simpsons- Watching the guy in the kimono going like, he's going to do something cool. <laughs> Ariana DeVos is going to do something. <laughs> and then now I'm like, no, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen, buddy. 100% she won the Oscar and they were like, fuck, we got to put her in the title sequence now. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I definitely thought when Jeffrey Wright, when Bernard was like, we need a new control unit. And he grabs a guy and just stabs into his head. I, I definitely thought he was going to be like, ah, this is just a guy. I 100% was like, is he going to excavate a human? <laughs> I love it. But you know, they, they would have fucking melted by now. The corpse would have melted by then. It's so goopy in here. I mean, they're supposed to be, like, made of more biological material? I don't know. I feel like there's enough plastic in their skin to keep them from rotting. The world building is really falling apart in these later seasons. Yeah. Delos was notorious for keeping its employees in the as in the dark as the guest. So it doesn't matter if you work for an evil corporation or perhaps an arms contractor. <laughs> it's all the same. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Yeah, just do whatever you need to live, baby. Which, by the way, I have been applying jobs to Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they have a lot of money. They have the most insane assessment test. I've it's literally the fucking Voigtkamp test. <laughs> I mean, I get. I think you should fail it. I think they want robots. I, 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 there were points where I was like, you're trying to get me to, to give the, I, I, I pledge my allegiance to the corporation and not the people answer, don't you? Uh, you're like, if you're trying to get a job, you say, I leave that turtle on his fucking back and I'm happy about it. <laughs> uh, what, what do our deliverables say about pu pushing the turtle over? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, that's the thing about really large corporations. When I got out of college, it's like everybody I knew worked for Apple. And it's like, cause it's a big corporation. They have all the money and jobs. And they're, they're, they're not even the most evil tech corporation out there. They're, they're one of the less evil cor tech corporations out there. And What's the most evil? evil? Is there a ranking? Monsanto's? Oh, up. what is the most? I feel like Palantir has to be the Palantir. most evil. Palantir. Palantir. Oh, okay. Without, without getting into, uh, companies that are explicitly arms manufacturers, I say it's Palantir. I, the thing about Palantir is it's such an evil sounding name that just saying it gets me, gets me hype to fight them in the apocalypse. Like I'm, I'm ready to go. You know what the Palantir is? It's Saruman's, uh, uh, orb that he uses to fucking see things in Lord of the Rings. Man, what a future. I'm, 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 look, I'm not saying that I'm going to go taxi driver. 
in the next few months. But in the next few years, I think I might have to go taxi driver on a lot of people. I finally watched that movie like a year ago. And I have to and say. And don't you want to take Sybil Shepherd on a nice date? That man is quite a misogynist. I don't think. <laughs> don't you want to go see I Am Curious Yellow with a nice lady? I, I have some questions about that movie holding up in 2022. <laughs> listen, listen. In the end, he was the good guy. He shot Harvey Keitel in the fucking face and everybody clapped. <laughs> Having good actions doesn't make you a good guy. <laughs> Listen, all everybody knows about uh, about Mr. Travis Bickle is that he's a hero. No, that's not what they know about. He him. is absolutely a hero. And, by the way, and now when somebody's like, oh, this movie's just Taxi Driver. I'm like, good, we need a new Taxi Driver because the old one is aged <laughs> terribly. <laughs> okay, so every single thing he says is I'm a robot. To, but to be fair... How old do you think Jeffrey Wright could be? I say yeah. anywhere from 35 to 60. Yeah, yeah. No, it was it was one of those things where he's like, I work for, and I'm like, okay, that was like 30 years ago to the last thing, and then another few years, and I'm just like, man, I I, I thought she was going to say something then, but nope, she's just like, that clocks. <laughs> exactly. It's like, oh, his skin is beautiful. Well done. What's Impeccable. Your, yeah, the only reason i think she might have suspected it is because she didn't ask what his skincare routine is <laughs> hey exactly she's just like what lotion you use no follow-ups i don't see any ash on those elbows 60 percent of the time ivan wakes up amenable to a podcast <laughs> that's high that's a high percentage you're really you're really erring on the side of justice there we, we try and record three days before we release an episode and usually one of those <laughs> he records an episode with me it played off the most base human impulse. My God, she weaponized the toilet. Okay, here's my question. When you are- I want to ask. Yes. How much more time do you spend on the toilet than looking in the mirror? Oh, way more. A hundred times more. Uh, yeah, a thousand. A thousand <laughs> times more. <laughs> that, that should be the only thing that people- A And- could you not put the, the, the little scanner in the toilet seat? Yeah, why, of course. 100% you put the scanner in the toilet seat. I mean, if you've got, if you've got a bidet, there's even reason for there to be electronics there. Like nobody's going to be suspicious. Exactly. It's like, ooh, nice warm seat. <laughs> Who doesn't love a nice warm toilet seat? Don't look at any of the other technology attached. Don't look at the router <laughs> attached to your toilet. Here's my question for you, Ivan. If you are in a Zoom call with multiple people, are you looking at yourself? No, no, I'm looking either. at you. I'm looking, I'm making direct eye contact with Red at all times because I know if I don't, uh, uh, I will turn to stone. Uh, yeah, no, I, I honestly, I hide my own view. I don't want to look at myself. <laughs> it's crazy. I saw somebody on Twitter say like, oh yeah, I'm just looking at myself. And I was like, that's insane. And then everybody responded to them with like, yeah, that's, of course, that's what I, I have. I have my little tiny box with little tiny Ivan over on top of you, but, but <laughs> controlling your head like a little ratatouille, just <laughs> grasping for nothing. I'm massaging your scalp, scalp to try to ratatouille you with no hair. Yeah. I'm not even in the screen. It's just Ivan. Okay. Good. I'm glad we're both on the same side of that. So they do the, they do the, we have to transfer her, her control units. And I gotta say, at least they did not make us look at a, a, a green progress bar loading <laughs> to indicate a copy transfer. I also have some questions about what the brain pearl is. If you need to transfer data from the thing that surrounds it, like, are we storing data in the actual pearl? And if not, are they immutable consciousness? It's just very confusing for me. Are yeah, they just a I, seed for brain shape that informs the control unit? I got a lot of questions. Uh, who knows? I don't think they're ever going to get answered, buddy. <laughs> uh, so we go back to Caleb and he sees a bunch of people. He sees a bunch of, he sees a bunch of average looking white guys around. Hey, hey, were you in Breaking Bad? <laughs> how many? How long were you watching this, Ivan, before you realized they were all the same actor? Uh, when we saw Melty Caleb, I was like, <laughs> oh, that's the same guy. <laughs> yeah, so we meet Caleb's slightly older clone. He's fully got the James Delos glitches. And I do hate that all of the human hosts that failed to transplant into a host now are just get the bad parts. They never go through the dancing sequence. Why can't we get him putting <laughs> on some vinyl and dancing around? I want to see what Caleb's going to put on the records and what he's going to dance to. It's it's going to be a lot more fun. And, and there's some really amazing gamey stuff here. Like, you need time. And if he doesn't get it in enough time, he's going to keep saying it louder and louder <laughs> until he finally has to explicitly say, you need to look in the clock. You need to look in the hourglass. I'm so bad at these kind of games. And even watching this, I was like, oh, he's clearly 
tapping out a message. And he wasn't tapping out a message. No, he's pointing. It was just pointing. Yeah. This is like all in these games, the game developers like have made it so obvious and I'm just misinterpreting every single thing. And how funny is the drone using a flashlight to check his pupils? <laughs> I don't know why that's so funny to me. <laughs> well, well, first of all, the drone that. doesn't even have eyes to look him in the eyes with. And second of all, he's a host. Yeah. He's a robot. Right. You can just look at his vitals. And so begins the Super Meat Caleb sequence that I adore. I loved this. This was so much fun. How many times do you fail the flaming great puzzle? I just, I, 5,000. It was, I would not get out of that room like in forever. Exactly. I'm just like pushing in on the fucking great instead of back. It's like this fucking thing isn't sliding easy. I, I would see the arrow and I would be like, it doesn't make any sense. How did a previous version of me <laughs> well, make that arrow instead of just trying to? Why is it pointing to the door? Yeah, I don't get it. I would be so lost. How did a previous version of me get like a little pinprick thing that knocks me unconscious? I would I would just be like, I have some world building questions before I break out of here and nobody would answer them. <laughs> Caleb falls into the uh, ashy pit uh, where it's full of these burnt Caleb's. And I got to say, somebody else played Returnal, didn't they? Falling into a thick pile of ashes of your, you know, clone host bodies. That that's going to be a couple weeks of therapy. Uh, uh, well, it's good that he's not going to need it. <laughs> I mean, he still needs it. Ah, oh, he's not going to need it once he's done. Two hundred and seventy nines out there, baby. This part of the process requires a delicate hand. Otherwise, how is she supposed to slay Queen? Yeah, I mean, it is it is weird that they're they do have time because stuff's transferring over. But Bernard's like very focused on reestablishing the standards of feminine beauty. Like he's <laughs> how how cool would it have been if we got like scarred up, fucked up, Maeve? Yes, that would have been really fun. And then no, instead we have like weird. I don't even know what to call him. I want to say weeaboo, but I know that's not the contextually correct term. Where he's just <laughs> like, I must make her pretty again. She has to resemble mint in box. <laughs> yeah, it, it gave it sort of like real doll vibes, like a documentary of the people mm-hmm. who've like fallen in love with their real dolls. <laughs> Jeffrey Wright and the real girl? Yes. I don't I don't like it. I don't like any uh, part of it. Uh so you can't love or lose fully when it's just a choice. Disgusting. I can't believe this woman invalidating robot feelings, which are the best kinds of feelings. Yeah, they're they're the truest. Mm-hmm. They've been distilled down to a reason, which is better than a feeling. Exactly. The only way that would have happened is if someone was spying for the enemy. Very, very interesting that robot Daniel Wu plays the he who smelt it dealt it gambit. <laughs> Why? Has, does he have a history of farting in films? <laughs> no, no. But he is the robot and he uh, uh, is calling out the robot. Yes, that's a great point. So they knew we were coming. The only way that would happen as if they glanced and saw the only boat in the entirety of the Hudson River traveling dead center along the length of Manhattan very slowly for a long period of time. By the way, so temp- where is temperance? Oh, good question. So the previous island was off Hong Kong, but I think I think this is actually in like the LA, like the desert east of LA. Continental United States. Yeah, so I, they went from New York to the continental United States and how fast? You know, I'm calling it. It's it's where Coachella used to be. Fast travel, baby. <laughs> the future is finally perfected. Opening a menu, clicking, hey, I want to go there. I'm being there. Yeah, I mean, okay. I, I hate that you brought that up. That's that's literally doesn't it? Ta- doesn't it start to uh, stretch your uh, suspension of disbelief? Listen, there's the thing about art. <laughs> Lie that tells the truth. <laughs> and honey, and honey, <laughs> the truth is. Uh, they don't know what they're doing. He's trying to copy all of us. You are? You have to trust me. That was the moment where I was like, ah, this motherfucker. I do love this motherfucker. Fucking Bernard. He's getting to the end of his simulations. He clearly has <laughs> less and less answers as to what's going on. Um, but yeah, I, I literally, do you even have a guess? Like, why is he trying to copy all these people? I don't know, but I, I think that we're going to find out in the next two episodes. I, I suspect that we will. And then in the corresponding fifth season. Mm-hmm. So... 
How how great is uh, Caleb finding the environmental storytelling of his ashy handprints everywhere? Like there isn't a fucking Roomba yeah. going around, just going straight up the walls to clean things. A couple of things. Number one, there's no reason for a host to attack him. She wants him to get to the radio. Like he needs yes, to feel some he, sense of threat. Like the host yeah. could chase him to like make him feel dangerous. Exactly. And and like grab him and just like throw him, but not actually kill him. But they're yeah. But presumably they have killed several hundred of these drone hosts, letting him play this video game escape. Why did he take the tiniest hammer possible? No, I want something sharp. The tiniest, <laughs> like like for cracking walnuts. Yeah. Listen, I am going to test the shit out of these drones' reflexes. <laughs> just right below and the kneecap. He does the wide. He does the wide no. fucking uh, uh, try to hit with the hammer, and no. it's like one. I'm getting a blade. Two. I'm just going just straight. <laughs> just stab. Just stab forward as little distance between myself and my antagonist as possible. Yeah. Just keep. Just keep it. You got to keep a tight motion. Use your hips. Mm-hmm. None of this makes any sense. So the drones really do feel like guys in suits this season. Like, yeah, that, that Power Rangers S. The thing is, like, they moved eerily when they were first introduced, and that worked a lot better than having them, like, actually just try and move around with humans. And I don't know if it's an illusion because of the lighting, but they just seem, like, dirtier. They don't seem as, like, pure yeah. white. And I think it's because they're in a white surrounding instead of being in a dark surrounding. But that makes them look, like, used. Yeah, it looks like the, they're guys in vinyl suits. It's starting to feel like the community theater version of Westworld. It, it really does. Yeah. Uh, so, Caleb, I got to say, great gaming instincts hiding the corpse in a side room. <laughs> but also, so you're in a game. Oh, no, not in a game. You're in life and you're following your clones. Path, Isn't life a game? And you see like a gray handprint that's clearly yours. I'm like, oh, that path didn't work out. I'm going to try a different one. I'm not like <laughs> back into the incinerator, baby. First of all, I am clearing every piece of the map if you don't clear every piece of the map how do you find all the collectibles uh i'm dude i've still got wolfenstein 3d instincts i'm taking a sideways step and i'm pushing against the wall i'm taking a sideways step and i'm pushing against the yeah just randomly hitting e in places (laughs) until i know that there is no i enjoy randomly finding treasure more than any any boss that i beat in those games (laughs) it's it's a good time yeah Crawling in a vent. Yeah. Another gaming classic. I I was just crawling through a fucking vent in Final Fantasy VII. He gets a big old grin. He pulls out a lighter and takes a, a diehard selfie. Uh-huh. I, I can't wait until he has to shimmy through a very tight passageway so that he doesn't have to display a loading screen and break the illusion of the open world to the player. I swear to fucking God, if, if the PS5, uh, if the current gen only games don't stop with the fucking shimmy through a passageway to hide a loading screen, I'm going to go insane. Yeah, I am very, I, I got a PS4 Pro. It's great. Who'd you get it from? I, I got it from one Ivan Hernandez yeah. on his escape from New York. Yeah. And Which, by the way, by the way, guess whose guess who's Xbox was lost by the moving company? Ah, uh, that's that's so terrible. Fucking hate them more than... And do not use uh, my piece of cake moving if you're going to uh, 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 move across country. Because they're going to take a few slices. Oh, they're going to take a few slices of that cake. Yeah, it's not going to yeah. work out. The, but I, I immediately got it and for the first time did the SSD upgrade and oh, yeah, no pure joy. Just How's reducing that, that loading screen. That's, that's all I want to do in this life is reduce mm-hmm. loading screens. So when, when Bernard is laying out who it could possibly be, sometimes it's your girlfriend, Odina. Wait, we haven't defined the relationship yet. <laughs> yeah, immediate pushback from her. <laughs> also, why do you ever split up the team when you're running an operation in robot replacement territory? And it felt like to introduce this mystery of like which one's the robot, it felt like an arc that should have been like a full episode by itself or like, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's, it really does feel like they're compacting a lot of the story that they had to get through. And Daniel Wu, I, I love that he's running such high risk tactics. You can only trust me, the robot. <laughs> and aside from the actual line about you're like a sister to me that finally triggers it 
We've seen a lot of Jay as Daniel Wu in this show, mm. and he's just been a huge dick the entire time. Yeah. Like, yeah, he hasn't talked matter-of-factly or respected anybody else's opinion for the entirety uh, of the show. Pulled a gun? Yeah. On her several times? Several times. That's too many yeah. times. You okay? Are you a robot? <laughs> there comes a point in every relationship where you have to hold your girlfriend at gunpoint for her own good. This is a great way to win an argument, by the way. Just lock him in a closet and say, I'm sorry. Apologizing is important. Even if I'm wrong, you'll be safer in here anyway. And then just go take a nap. So we go back to Hale and she's acting so pissed at humans when she's really pissed at robots. (laughs) Also, how great, how great is Clementine with the, I'm not even going to make eye contact head tilt away from Hale. Clementine is, Giving per- by far my favorite performance at this point. I-, I just love her in this show. She is she's become the classic like side character that I'm like make the whole show about her. I fucking love her. But I also really enjoy that she's like I don't get close to the outliers. I prefer the sheep. Sometimes you just want to do your job, go home, crack Grind. a beer, and watch the game. And that's Clementine, man. She's mostly interested in watching her team playing fantasy human ball and just <laughs> enjoying her life. You tell me I have to kill 10 rats? I'm going to go kill those 10 rats. <laughs> and then never think about them for another second. Uh, when Hale is like, I'd like to put an end to this. So so are you saying, this ends now? <laughs> that is how Maeve would say that, though. Like, if, if you assigned <laughs> it, this ends now, she'd like, sorry, darling. <laughs> but I would like to put an end to this. <laughs> okay. I got to say. You, do you attempt the the jump? Do you attempt the fifteen foot jump from the grate to uh, from the vent to the floor? No, I would have given up way earlier. I'd be like, Frankie's <laughs> probably fine. <laughs> I I try to I try to I try to lower myself down and then do the do the, the the swing onto that ladder that was right next to it, and then I do monkey bar. I monkey bar my way to where the treasure is, <laughs> and I pick up the materia and then I equip it. So Caleb is in. The air vent still. Mm-hmm. He's found what appears to be another dead Caleb next to the exit. And there's several dead Caleb's on the floor. I jumped so far when the supposedly dead Caleb grabbed his arm. Oh, that got you? Oh, it got me so good. Did you think he was alive? I, I didn't know. But I, 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 I knew he was going to do something with that corpse. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's, he definitely makes use of that. That corpse. Also, I love that he keeps like excitedly telling these robots that Frankie is alive. Like they didn't know that already. And that's why they tried to escape. I always saw that as him like trying to steal himself. Like I have to do this. Mm. Frankie's alive. And also he knows that the other robots will know like how important that is. Like I can't stop. Frankie's alive. And, and I feel like that is what's happening when the robot says, ah, just use me. Use me. But give me a kiss first. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. How many run throughs did. Did Caleb just be like, hey, how about we just make out this time? (laughs) We're clearly not going to make it through here. All right. Here's the question. Yep. Would you sacrifice yourself Mm -hmm. as a human crash dummy Mm -hmm. to allow yourself to complete the game? I mean, yes, once I've reached the point of insanity. (laughs) Nah, even when I do it, I'm like, I'm like, use me. And then I flip him around in (laughs) midair. I didn't even consider that. Yeah, flip them around in midair. That way you win. And I have to say, great Foley work. The squish that, noise that was, that was, was a very good satisfying. Yeah. The squish yeah. pound, as it's called in the industry. Few non-action stars take the fucking beating that Aaron Paul takes. He really is doing the work. And by the work, I mean getting his ass kicked. Just beaten, annihilated. I I can't recall a single production where he wasn't getting his ass kicked at some point. No. I, this, this is what happens when you become a famous actor but aren't over six feet. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. People don't respect you. All right. You're my family. This is why you got to be as dicky as the person you're replacing when you're a robot. You don't you don't lean into being nice. You lean into being a dick. Yeah. Then people are like, ah, oh, that seems like a human. Mm-hmm. Not a not a robot program to serve. If I see a guy who looks exactly like me, mm-hmm. it's on site. 
I'm pulling the gun on him before the minute it, the minute I identify oh, yeah. myself yeah. in him, I pull the gun. I fucking, I see this guy in a crowd at a music show. I fucking push him off a balcony. Uh, the, 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 I, I remember the sketch fest where you rushed Richard Ayude. <laughs> Listen, we're completely different races. And then you got close and you're like, my bad, my bad, my bad. <laughs> exactly. I was like, ah, your few shades darker. It was a few dark bar. Dark. It was a dark bar. I couldn't tell. <laughs> As an actor. Mm-hmm. One of the most satisfying things to do must be the I was the mole all along reveal. When you do the, you get to do the, the devious smile. <laughs> yeah, where, where you just drop the facade and you're like, I get to be my natural evil robot self. Also, when you're holding an evil robot at gunpoint, you put two feet of distance between you. I mean, that's about all of the distance they got between them when she walked around <laughs> the other side of the car. I still don't know why he didn't follow her. <laughs> why doesn't he just jump over the car he's a fucking killer robot or walk around the corner of the car there's yeah. nothing in the way frankie I, I know i wasn't the best dad or the most alive dad but hear me out <laughs> and it's he's so desperate to send this message to frankie and then the the message is basically like go get him get him tiger you got this kid there's always like a special bandwidth of data that's only available to parents. Like I know parents watch this and we're just like, Oh yeah, that's what, that's what it means so much. And I'm, and I'm just like, I, I, I think you would have done better just trying to actually escape instead of just, <laughs> and just instead of sending her a verbal hang in there poster. Like that's, this is not worth it. So, uh, the, the call comes in, uh, as, uh, Daniel Wu and, uh, Frank, you're fighting. And, and I got to say, Behind you twice in one season. Twice in one season, Maeve has done these surprise stab somebody when they're not looking. Yeah. I mean, it, it's kind of a move. It's a good move. Yeah. I mean, it's a good move. Let, look, she wouldn't have needed to stab him from behind if Frankie had stopped monologuing and just shot him in the front immediately. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, so we go back to Caleb and Hale, and uh, uh, she's like, oh, what? What is it? What, what did you infect us with? And fucking Caleb is just like, your bad personality. <laughs> I, I hadn't considered. Nobody likes you. Yeah, given the vehicle it's coming from, how much he's basically like reading her. It's basically RuPaul's drag race behind the scenes. Like it's <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> they're, they're not infected. They're just trying to get away from you. And it's like, mm-hmm. oh, like he's Ooh, just girl. Yeah. Those kind of lines. It's it's great. And she she finally delivers with the classic robot fucking quick neck snap. Yeah, which, you know, again, in a host body, I don't know how effective that is. Yeah. Like, I would expect his mouth to still be moving, frankly. <laughs> is it coincidence or intentional that basically all three f- major factions are led by biracial women? Oh. Maeve, Frankie, and Tessa Thompson. Yeah. They're all the same character in different timelines. <laughs> I did see somebody post like, oh, do you think that Frankie is actually Maeve's daughter? And it's like, N- no, you're just stretching because they're two biracial women with the <laughs> exact same hair texture. I listen in a show like Westworld, you at least have to have the intrusive thought, but hopefully you dismiss <laughs> it before it reaches your mouth. Mm-hmm. We don't need everybody being like, oh, the daughter's actually Charlotte Hale. That would be ridiculous. <laughs> It'd be so stupid for somebody to have that theory. Yeah, for, especially for multiple episodes. Yeah. So uh, I do not know who or what a flurry is, but apparently that was the song that they covered in an instrumental at the last bit. Yeah, I didn't uh, know scene. that one either. Hmm. Yeah. Somebody much hipper or much lamer. I'm not sure. Or much, much less hip. They're either extremely hip or extremely not hip. <laughs> yeah. Just let, let us know. Hit us up on Twitter. And how how great is mid-stretch Aaron Paul? How do you think he was stretching and suddenly the director was like, scene? <laughs> uh, so obviously it's supposed to be the moment that like from where just before he died in in the park, which mm-hmm. I really like that every time he has to be in that mid stretch over the chair <laughs> before he wakes up. It's it's delightful. And then we get the show's titular theme music playing over the end credits, which... Oh, wait, 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 I, I wait, wait. wait. You, you skipped over the fact that they revealed a little bit of timeline fuckery that this is build 279, mm-hmm. and this is the Caleb that we saw at the end of, I believe, episode three, where after he dies, we're shown him 
uh, coming alive in the chair, and they say that he's billed 279, and then he runs out of the building, which is Odessa. So what we have seen is uh. all of the Calebs that were built before this Caleb. It's not mm-hmm. going forward from this point. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, and then we get the theme song playing <laughs> over the end credits. That's how you know it's the last season. No, it's not the last season. It's the last season. Yeah. We're getting, they are going to release Westworld season five as a series of episodic DLC for this season. Yep. It's going to be the exact same textures. No actual new assets whatsoever. I was watching this and I was like, Every week now, I'm like, it is crazy that they have Ed Harris on a show that only 300,000 people are watching. And I was like, <laughs> I wonder if Ed Harris is like a Westworld super fan. And the executives are like, you tell Ed Harris it's canceled. No, you! <laughs> how, how do they tell all of these actors that Westworld is canceled and there's not going to be a fifth season because the writings have cratered so badly? How, by the way, you have convinced me that Tessa Thompson is going to actually die at the end of the season and that's why she's not promoting it at all <laughs> oh and that's why she's not doing any yeah, promotion yeah, yeah. for it whatsoever because she's like well fuck this yeah fuck this fuck i don't win people. who cares i've got my money exactly and she's like nobody's watching it i'm not reminding people that i was in the <laughs> show that nobody's watching exactly exactly and i am excited i'm excited to see where this season takes us we got two episodes left and i'm excited to see the final season in about nine years <laughs> if ever okay. i can't wait until season five comes out exclusively for playstation 6 it would be so absurd for them to cancel it at this point when they only have one season let them wrap it up wrap up the story there it is going to be a series of five minute mini podcast episodes no yes absolutely hey listen uh jonathan nolan and lisa joy if you want to do a podcast talking about the future of westworld <laughs> we're very open to doing this there's precedent we're interested in it well, happily move forward. With that. I think I've talked too much shit to be able to talk to them face to face. I think you could. Yeah. <laughs> they, they, they've seen the show. <laughs> All right. <laughs> they've seen their own show. They know. <laughs> they know it's not good anymore. It's very good now. They know season three <laughs> took a bit of a dip. <laughs> All right. You can find us on Twitter at Boys Go Swords. By the way, we have it just lines up. I think they did this on purpose. We have these next two episodes, and then the Sunday after that... Straight into House of the Dragon, baby! ...is what some people are calling House of the D. Or, as George put it, Hot D. Oh, Hot D! Right, I forgot. Hot some D. people are calling it... I, I, I'm not going to call it Hot D. Why not? If the first episode is good, <laughs> I will call it some Hot D. <laughs> and listen, I... <laughs> as I've said many times before... I'm going to watch the entire thing because of my huge freakish crush on Sonoy Mizuno, but it's going to be there anyway. Yeah. I mean, I am so curious what they're going to do with this show. <laughs> do you think that they're going to immediately have uh, George R. R. Martin walk out on screen and uh, personally apologize to the viewer for the last season of Game of Thrones? I, I mean, he wasn't involved. <laughs> exactly. He's going to be like, I'm sorry I wasn't involved. Yes. And... Uh, yeah, I don't even know who the showrunners are for this new show. I don't fucking know. They probably some guy without a Wikipedia page. Exactly, exactly. Or too much of a Wikipedia page. All right. Well, you can find us on Twitter at Boys Gore Swords. You can find Ivan on Twitter at Ivan underscore Hernandez, and you can find Red on Twitter at Red underscore Scott. Bye. See ya. <laughs>